Hello and welcome to this week's Super 8s podcast, our very first of the championship season. Well, as you can guess from the voice, I'm not Doran Hart, it's Denise O'Flaherty here stepping in for Doran. But don't worry, he will be back soon. First of all, we would like to thank our podcast sponsors, Inner Health Clinic in Newbridge. You can check out innerhealth.ie. So joining me this evening is Cork's finest Wordsworth, former All-Ireland winning captain Sean O'Gohalpin. And we are delighted to have Adrian O'Sullivan joining us this year. Adrian is currently Westmeath Hurling coach and he coached UL to Ashburn Cup success. Um, and he has coached at both Hurling and Camogie. So welcome lads. So listen, the lawns are mowed, the Sunday game is back on and the whiff of deep heat is something else. It's good to, it's good to have championship. So listen, plenty of action, that's it, plenty of action over the weekend and we just go to the various competitions in the Laurie Mar for Manor got the better of Cavan, while Lancashire defeated Leitrim by two points in Group 1 of the Nicky Rackard, Warwickshire and Armagh drew while in a great game of hurling in Inneskeen, I'm delighted to say, Longford came from nine points down at half time to defeat Monaghan by three, so Adrian, uh, Limerick's call uh, Milan was a very good in that game, he played his part in that win. So in Group 2, then Sligo had a great win over Tyrone, while Mayo were too good for Louth. And on to the Christie Ring. In Group 1, Derry defeated Donegal by three points, while down overcame Wicklow. In Group 2, Roscommon had a fine win over London, and Me defeated Kildare. So on to the Joe McDonough. Eddie Brennan's lead, Sean Oak, defeated Antrim. That's two wins from two for Eddie. Yeah, Eddie, by fairness to him, he's, um, he's doing the business. Um... um after a kind of tough enough start of the year when he was finding it hard to get buy-in from the players, mm. you know, or, 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 or players committed to the cause. But um, uh, that, 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 that two great wins, especially, especially the win this weekend against Antrim, you know, because Antrim had a very... Uh, that, that was a very promising win from Antrim last week. Yeah, very. Mm. I thought myself would, like, give it a good wrestle, like, so... Um, Jesus, yeah, Eddie, Eddie be delighted, no, kind of two wins on the track, no, so, um, and with all these wins, I mean, they like the confidence, like, Adrian tell it, like, the confidence, it does the players and the playing group, and it just gets them gelling together, so, and then, and then, you know what, maybe, 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 maybe he's probably easy, you know, with the results, you know, kind of, it justifies what Eddie's trying to, you know, tell him at the start of the year that you can be part of something special if you commit yourself, do you know what I mean, uh, into something. So, yeah, well done, Eddie, right? Yeah, okay. And Adrian, a great win for Westmeath or for Offaly. We'll talk about where now for the Faithful County. I think the only way is up for them. Um, one twelve for Killian Doyle in that win. It's an excellent win for the Lake County. Yeah, we were delighted with it. Like, you know, I suppose... Uh, I'm worried now of uh, not being the first coach to ever have a podcast nailed to the door of a dressing room, so I'm not really going to comment too much. I suppose as a neutral, you know, we were obviously without a foot off the way yesterday, but I suppose if you step away from that role, uh, it's sad to see uh, what has become of Ossie, I suppose. Like, you know, I grew up in the 90s watching them, and watching their great teams and great characters, you know, and look, I, I think there isn't very much blame at the at the door of the players there. I think it's very much, uh, they have some fundamental issues within yeah. the county from a development point of view, right from the bottom up, and it's not going to change overnight, um, you know, but... Yeah, from our own point of view, we were delighted. Like everything just kicked on the day. Like it's a savage competition. The Joe McDonough, Leash are absolutely flying. You know, Antrim are class. Kerry are very, very, very good side. Uh, we're going well. Yeah. So look, you know, it's it's going to come right down to the wire to the very last day. You missed. I suppose 
the one that resulted kind of crossed my radar a bit there over the weekend was probably one that's uh, put off the next year, but Rash Common uh, winning over oh, London. massive. I know Christy Ring doesn't get a whole pile of coverage, but like Ross Common took some serious beatings in that competition last year and barely stayed up and they beat until there and lose the ring. Yeah, so fair play to them. Like, you know, a lot of these, sometimes these fixtures kind of go, as I said, under the radar a bit and like, that's some serious work being done there by Ross Common and they're absolutely flying that competition. So fair play to them. They're like, doing something right up there as well, you know. Sean Oak, that game, that Westmead game, you know, fantastic win for Westmead and we can't take anything away from them. But the case of, of Offaly, you know, Adrian had said, you know, it's, you know, something has to be done, and I think from the from the bottom up. Yeah, look, um, uh, absolutely. Uh, I echo what Adrian would have said. Like I, I was a young teenager growing up in the nineties, and I was in Kilkenny. Um, uh, Cork weren't doing great mm. either at that stage, but it was it, 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 it was the off players at that time. They were the benchmark, you know, for me, like watching hurling like you know, kind of I could still rattling. I can still rush them off by half. Right? Yeah. And I know that was it was it was three sets of brought it like it was three or four families. Yeah. And then with the and Hubert Ridney, Hannity, you know, kinda um Kevin Marsh Kevin Marsh and Legend, yeah, from Tullamore, kinda and then Kevin Keenan, the rest of them with the brothers, like, you know. Yeah. Kinda, remember Yabba Dabba Dooley, remember that, yeah. Yeah. So like so so to fast forward from that golden era like of the eighties and the nineties to now, oh like um it's like like for a hurling follower it's um uh it, it, it's alarming, do you know what I mean? Mm. And then it just goes to show like can I, I mean I feel I, I, I feel going through the struggles but like um it's a lesson for it's a lesson for like most country. I mean, nothing would have been to the, like viewed as the traditional country, yeah. right? You know, so so um, so it's a lesson for other countries like that maybe viewed themselves the traditional. You keep your eye off the ball, like you know, that's what can happen. You know, kind of. Um, but, uh, but then again, yeah, see, I, I I coach young kids. Um, locally, right? And then and then and then I mean, what's sport in Cork? Because basically, I mean. Like we have the population base. I'm from Cork City, right? So we're like we're picking from a big, huge, do you know what I mean, playing base down here, and the game will be strong in certain parts of. Cork. I mean, if you look at the offy, the pool that they're you know, picking from, it's very tiny. Do you know what I mean? I I, I know it's very easy to say, ah, oh, sure, kind of offy doing use it. I mean. Like for Rafi to do well, do you know, it's very hard for Rafi to do well decade after decade after decade. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Because because of the small population base they're, um, they're picking from, and then and again, the hurling in the county is down the south. Do you know what I mean? Like, kinda, they get very little fellas from the northern side. Do you know what I mean? Up to Lamar, right? so Kevin Markham would have been like the exception, but. That's all football halftime, like yeah. uh, a So um, th- th- there's no way, th- 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 there's no other way of sugarcoating it. They know where they are, you know. Um, and uh, and th- th- it kind of reminds me, kind of where Cork football are at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Cork football. Again, I say it's a horrendous year. Like you know, mm-hmm. like they're like they're probably the fourth, fifth best. Knowing what the football like, you know, unimaginable for a fellow like me growing up following Cork teams. You say, you know, look at Cork winning all Ireland, yeah. but it's, it's, it's plain and simple. The reason why the reason why Cork are struggling with football at the moment 
is because when I look at, when I, when I look at the school system, right, and my, when I look at like the kind of boring amongst the colleges, I mean, like Creech Three kind of would have been the last, and you, you have to go back nearly 10, 11, 12 years since they con- you know contested a Kerry final, right? So since then, like it's all the Kerry kind of schools have dominated, like you know Clash and Ishkela, yeah, Saint Brendan. You have um, Eamon Fitzmaurice, who's the principal of I, I, I can't think of this school, but they're from Dingle, you know, kind of is a public mm-hmm. school, Cocker Green. So Cocker I mean, Green, that's, yeah. where feel, that's where I feel you need to go back. Like even 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 start off a primary school again, you know, and then and then leave leadership. Like Brian Carroll, like uh, and a few of the guys there, um, Marion Crane, I think were involved there a couple of years ago and drew up a massive document about the root and branch analysis of what needed to be done and it was just completely dismissed out of hand. Yeah. We did the same thing in Limerick, like like the Limerick success story, uh for the fight was there, but the, the success story, like it, it didn't happen by accident, like it happened by leadership and what happened in Limerick there was an accident in the examiner about it this week, but it, it goes a bit deeper than that. Limerick used to be divided up into four divisions for underage, so west, south, east and city and they would play their own competitions. And it just took some really strong people to just go, no, we're changing the whole structure here. They made it an all-county thing, got rid of the divisional teams, got rid of the whole thing, and just, but it came from the top down, and it has to come from the top down. And I, I felt so sorry there, like Joe Bergen yesterday. Like he's been playing for Athletes since 2005. And like, yeah. you know, like, since lads like this, Shane Dooley and these boys that are yeah. campaigning away there the whole time, and this is the stage that they come, but like, you know, they've, they've been kind of thrown under the bus a bit by, by the lack of development in the county. And like, we drive past Kilcormack every every evening. We go, oh, the, yeah, the infrastructure is there. Like, it's, but you know, infrastructure never puts the ball over the bar. Like, you have to go out and do the ground work right from the bottom up. You know. And, but as you said about Brian Carroll and the lads putting that um, thing together, I think they should listen to players or former players because they don't want to criticise and. A lot of it is constructive criticism, you know, because they care deeply about awfully hurling. Yeah, well, they do. Like, I suppose, look, it's easy to criticise as well, and it's mm. hard to do to get out and do the work. Yeah. Um, but look, it's, look, there's a lot of politics in the GS. Was it got to be a shot? Yeah. Daniel, you know, that's hardly groundbreaking. Um, and you know, it can be a power thing as well, and people don't want to really yeah. the power that they have. Um, so I suppose, yeah, people just need to package yeah. it, don't they, and just and just kind of sit down and. Moving in one direction, huh? Nah, my my top one view on that now would be um, um, see if, um, if 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 it's not coming from if it's not coming from the people in power, uh, they tend to disregard other good opinions uh, from other people. Like that, that, that's what I experienced. Like you're just yeah. up here, just shut up, get back to you know, stay playing. I mean, you, you like you should have no say in the running of the thing, like you know. Can I? Sure you, you would never have any issues like that down in Corkshire, would you? <laughs> no, <laughs> sure, everything's hunky-dory. Everything's hunky-dory these days. So, <laughs> um, so that's why I like I, I still find it in every county, like, yeah. you know, whether it's Gaelic football or hurling, it's, 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 it's the same. There's always there's always a struggle between the hierarchy and and, 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 and either current players or the former playing group, like you know, kind of that the hierarchy seems to put a divide line, and then look like that's all business. We look after that, like you know, and then if it's uh, if it's not a suggestion or a good opinion or good thought from them, they don't, uh, you know, they seem to they, they don't. But you know, like what what's more alarming for me, I like I, I mean, 
I would have played against Offing, right, kind of over the years, and you'd always have that, whether we were going good or bad, or in, uh, or, or in different things, that, like, there was always that, you know, the Offing spirit and the, like, mm. sort of the Midland Biffo elements, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and, and, mm -hmm. and, and the, 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 like, they'd stick it up, yeah, like, we're not even seeing that, do you know what I mean? Kind of, that, that, like, that's been, that's been the most kind of, Alarming thing for me, but after team, no, you know what I mean? Okay, granted, look, if you don't have the talent, you don't have the talent, but at least, like, that, that DNA after, like, you know what I mean? I mean, this is the same DNA after that being Kerry going for the five in a row, do you know what I mean? Like, God rest his soul, Eugene McGee kind of convinced people like that they weren't dealing with Superman, do you know what I mean? Like, kind of coming up against Kerry, and then, and then, and then, and it was only, like, it only took after he's kind of, Ignorance, like to buy into that belief, do you know what I mean? Can I, one of few countries to buy into that belief, and then but we don't see it anymore, like you know, that, like that for me is the most disappointing thing amongst everything, do you know what I mean? That, like that, that mm -hmm. typical Afri spirit. I mean, where like the, the Afri spirit, the, the, you know, the Afri dance, the, the demonstration against one of the care games, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? I yeah. didn't go home until they got a replay, do you know what I mean? And they got us. I think the following week and it was in Torres and and they flaked clear down to fucking Killaloo like do you know what I mean so um, <laughs> I yeah um, so like okay whatever's going on at structure level but geez, whoever's done in the jersey at least do you know what I mean have that spirit that yeah. was so used to do you know what I mean that, uh, that, that was so we used to seeing them like kind of over the years like, we spent 10 minutes there talking about the Joe McDonough and it's and like it doesn't get much coverage, and it was, like it's, it's all been negative there. But yeah. what happened after? But like any of this, listen to it. Like I was in Port Leash last Saturday for Athlone Leash, and it was one of the best hurling games I've ever been at. You know, like we, we're we're going to be playing Kerry there on on Saturday, and if the other two games we played this year at the Goldway, there'd be skin and hair flying. It'd be a hundred miles an hour. And all the people to just get out and watch it. You know, yeah. like so there's people talking for TV deals and all this kind of stuff. But like there's nothing more accessible than a Joe McDonough game. Like the crowds aren't massive. You can walk in, buy your ticket on the day. Yeah. 
and but 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 definitely kind of it did have a bearing in terms of like kind of Waterford's challenge to run it to Ferrari. Having said that, though, I thought there was a spend there ten minutes into the second half where to the Waterford it brought it down to Dory, um, and then there was a double whammy. Kind of two Waterford fellas went for the same ball. Um, uh, Patrick Bonamar did an unbelievable kind of. Like till it down with the same moon into his hand, but worse again for Ward for one of those. He was one of the Philip O'Man, he wanted one of the players. He came down like yeah. he'd have to do the cruciate or, 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 or like or a bad, it's either a bad ankle or a knee injury. But from that result, and like it's a brilliant take from Patrick Bonamar, and that set up the goal for Jason Ford. He was on the receiving end of like of probably, I think it went to a, a, a link of two players, it went to 40. I mean, 40, kind of, he wasn't going to miss from that range, like, you know, and then after that, then, that was Waterford's race, kind of, uh, run, um, uh, but, I mean, that result went, went as expected, you yeah. know, I mean, Tipperary were just going to continue on from their massive win against Cork last week, and they are hurling with, I mean, they're hurling with a stream, kind of, confidence, and, um, See, so Shady knows how to get the best out of them as well. Yeah, I'm just like I, I, I often yeah, wonder, like, can it, can it? Yeah, I like I, I see. This is a, I mean, Liam he's the figurehead, like, but he has a, like, like this Emmanuel there in the background. Tommy Don, I mean, Owen Kelly is coming in, giving a chat boat. Um, so um, that forward unit has Emmanuel stamp all over it. Like, like they're full forward line hit one nine from today again today. Like I just love what I love about him, and I don't love too much about different areas. <laughs> I, I genuinely love the fact that they will go for the killer pass, whether it's from the 14 to the 21 or seven yards or 15 yards. They're not afraid to go for it. They look like they're playing with a freedom that they didn't have the last couple of years, and I guarantee you that Damon O'Shea's fans all over that. I, I was laughing; some lad had his. Uh, up on Twitter there last week, uh, how humble Eamon O'Shea was that he was carrying the water for Tipperary. As I like, nah, <laughs> like, that's the way it works these days. He's a coach, like he's on, he's running on the water, getting instructions. He had a huge influence in that team, and look, they're averaging two twenty nine, and like it's just they're flying, they're absolutely flying. Uh, I think Watford, like I was, I was disappointed in Watford, Sean. I don't know what you thought. I don't rate them. I'll be honest with you. Um, I think they don't have that forward who you're going out every day wondering if he's going to destroy it. You know, they don't have a hoggy, they don't have a toilet. Yeah, they, like, they don't have that marquee forward. I don't like to use that word, but they don't have that guy that you'd be worried about. You know, I don't think they're that cut edge, like. Yeah, more worrying, like, like more worrying if I was, like, kind of water for fan is, um, you know, the energy that they would have brought the last couple of years, like, kind of, like, there's not that zipper energy, like, that you would have associated with Waterford, kind of, um, and, like, I guess, like, I think the hurling is very pedestrian at times, like, you know, mm-hmm. really last week and this week, um, uh, and as you said, kind of, like, they're like their season done. Like they are like their their season done after today. Do you know, what I mean, yeah. I mean they're gonna have to fulfill the remaining two games. But um, uh, I like I think what you call it. Um, um, I, 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 I I'm just looking at the body language. I was watching that game say on TV. I mean the body language, like the players, like just like. 
there's no confidence there. You know what? Like, huge credit to John Myler because yeah. uh, Sean Old mentioned right there at the start that, you know, when you get a few wins, it's easy to get lads going. Like, we've After lost the game, yeah. early doors, and to turn them around in a week and produce that performance, you have to say, hats off to, to what they did. Like, their work rate was up, their intensity was up. Um, I think Mark Ellis going into the hat of defence was good. I don't think Tim Mann is, is suited to the position, to be quite honest. Um, like, Bill Cooper had a good effect. But like people in the last day said, Hoggy carried in the last day, but they still had three or four forwards who scored well yeah. today, and the same thing happened today. Um, and look, they were good. Paddy's first, like you know, like like Pat, Pat Horgan is, is one of the all-time great. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he gets enough credit. I don't, what do you think of him down there, Sean? Did he get enough credit down there? Oh no, he's what you call it. The last few years, I can, uh, yeah, I mean, the hurling public and especially past players like myself, I certainly see. Like, oh, did, like, did, 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 Probably a case of what response you would get from Cork was that for oh, you? Absolutely, yeah. like, yeah. and then, and then, and then, do you know what? Even if Cork had a lot, if Cork had a lot today, and they absolutely like uh, yeah. gave it, like, like gave it everything, like to the stage mm. where like where fellas were just crawling off the pitch, and to you know Cork people would have been more happy with that. Do you know what I mean? Like, but like, like. To go in championship game and given the net performance, do you know what I mean? Kind of knowing that there was more, like, more in him. Like, that was the most galling thing, like, to call supporters last week, like, do you know what I mean? Kind of, mm-hmm. like, kind of the white flag went up a small bit earlier, do you know what I mean, against the Prairie. So, so, like, so today was going to be. Today we're going to boil out to what Cork could bring to it and whether they can kind of take the game to Limerick. And, I mean, from the minute the ball was thrown in, Cork answered that. So they were well up for it, like and, I, and and the bottom line, like they had to be because if they if they didn't win today, they'd be like 
they, they would enjoy more for like you know they're like yeah. another short yeah. season for them like you know kind of. Like, um, if you're talking about uh, if you're talking about piano lifters, I suppose Carney and Harnedy aren't too bad for lads lifting pianos. I suppose they're point. Ah, absolutely, And then Cork are serious, like, like like there's no two ways about it. Yeah. Like they're monster champions last year. They had Limerick beating up a stick in the Ireland semi final and let it fall. Like they're contenders. Like I, I was actually disappointed in them last weekend because I'd been telling everyone that I thought they were contenders, and then they went out and kind of I suppose they were a flop last weekend. But I suppose we saw them today. What they really are capable of, and they can give it to you whatever way you want. Like if it comes down to a battle, they have lads that'll 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 go in and battle. And if you want to play them open, these they probably themselves in Tipperary the two best forward lines in the country from just the depth of the forward line. Like the, the damage can come from anywhere. Like it's just, Adrian, do you think like, though yeah. that Cork needed to play Limerick and Limerick away? to see what they were really like yeah. after last week's before because no disrespect to Waterford if they had Waterford this weekend but after last week's game yeah. against um, Tipperary you know the supporters wanted to see what they're really about and they proved it No you're 100% correct and I suppose any team you're ever with you always identify moments and we kind of say look we'll know mm. where we are after this yeah. and look and like, you know maybe it's the mentality is that like Cork always like championship hurling and you know, sometimes like it, it'd be subliminally like it'd, it'd never be spoken about in the dressing room, but it can be hard to get yourself up for a, yeah. a, a, a group game when there's nothing really at stake as such. Like you know, it doesn't change your season. Whereas Sean always said there a minute ago, they wrote the championship they lost today, and they yeah. said accordingly. Like you know, and it's oh, absolutely, a yeah. And, you know, like, absolutely. I mean, like, like if I was to be like being like from a, from a court viewpoint, we like. <laughs> We just get a bit small bit peed off like that. Why does Never. it always have to take why does it always have to take like a crunch game like this with your season on the line to be juiced out? Why don't you but like like it's like the famous Billy Morgan speech there when they were playing against me in late eighties in football, like contesting all on the finals and then like Billy says, like, um, like, okay, what happens if we get a man sent off? What would you do, Larry Tompkins? Larry Tompkins like Larry Tompkins says Jesus, Billy, I'd ride it like by 120% and, you know, and, and then John Kearns, what would you do, God rest his soul? And John says, Jesus, yeah, I'd roll up my sleeve. And he goes through all his team and he gives the same answer. Like, And Billy says, well, what on the F he does with 15 guys? Like, do you know what I mean? Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rather than wasting them yeah. 14 fellas, right? And then, and then yeah. uh, and it's the same analogy with Cork. Like, can I, we like to see more consistency, that type of performance, like today, every week, because... Like, like I, I think they will be Waterford, but I wouldn't put it past me, lads. If, if you know, with so much expectation that Cork could be Waterford, that Waterford could make it very uneasy for Cork. Do you know what I mean? And they are capable uh, of doing I that. I hope not. I hope not. But, um, but hard to see. That for us, like you said, like, you know, they, they looked, they looked like a team today that had the spirit knocked out of Waterford. Like, you know, it's hard to see where it's going to come from. You know. Yeah. Um, I know. But look, I know. They'll probably make it fine and awkward. Like their next game is it, is it, uh, is at home to Limerick. Yeah. They'll make it fine and awkward for Limerick. Like you know, there's no there's no one looks forward going down to watch Park. I don't know if you ever played there much, channel it's, it's not a nice place to go. Like just as in not a nice place. Like the dressing rooms are cash. You know, it's kind of it's a tight yeah. place and it's up the back of a house estate in Waterford and it's hard to park the bus. Everything about the the day when you play there is uncomfortable. And you know they'll, they'll have a big crowd, a big local crowd. Hopefully they'll, they'll get out and back the team. But a big test for Limerick now to see how they react. I suppose we've avoided talking about Limerick long enough, see. So I suppose we can have a chat about them eventually. That's exactly but, it. Uh, yeah, I, 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 and I, you know, do you know what can get lost in all of this? I think is um, 
I mean, the benefit of having a game under your belt, like, do you know what I mean? Can I Limerick, that was Limerick's first outing this year, like, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, so, so what tipped it to Cork last week, I mean, Cork did to Limerick today, and they, um, mm-hmm. uh, I, um, like, I thought Limerick, I, I thought Limerick would game all through and the fourth half, but I just thought, just not up to the tempo. Do you know what I mean? Of Munster mm-hmm. Championship hurling yet? Do you know what I mean? And then I think, yeah. like, like anyone, anyone that's right now, Limerick after they forget. Oh, they need to get yeah. that examined. Do you know what I mean? If you're right now, Limerick, can I? Um, uh, after the, I mean, I thought King Lynch was excellent again. Do you know what I mean? Like, kind of just brought the game kind of all day, right? And then a couple of times that he got in. Like, can I, I mean, Cork were able to quell it, but if Limerick had got in for a goal or two, do you know what I mean? Like, which I probably thought they should have probably got a goal. Uh, Keen Inch was in, and he carried it on extra instead of giving it to Shane Dowling, who was free on the left. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, can I, Limerick half-forward line didn't function at all today, like, do you know? And no. then, uh, then for me, the reasons why... Do you know what I mean? Limerick were all around champions, like, do you know, mm-hmm. kind of... Um, I suppose, like, yeah, you're, you're dead right. Like, we didn't get the return out of the half-hour end. We like it. Like, you've nailed it there. If you look at Limerick's last three games, competitive games, they played Leash in the in the National League, beat them comfortably. They played Dublin in the in the semi-final, beat them comfortably. And Hammer Waterford and Cope Park. And, like, they came in facing the Cork team with everything on the line. Yeah. And you can't you can't just switch that on, like, you know. And then you have the whole thing about being the Ireland champions as well. It's like, last year on their shoulder and trying to take a cut off everyone coming from a bad season the year before. And now you're up on the pedestal and every team wants to have a cut off you. So, like, you're, you're dead right there, Sean. I actually think we'll win the Ireland. I know that might sound absolutely oh, bananas, but... Who, Westmead? Westmead or, or Limerick? Oh, Limerick, jeez. <laughs> Limerick, right? Yeah, and, and then, do you know what I mean, like, like and, then, and then if you sit, like, as, as someone said, Jesus, that that Adrian must be getting hit examined after this. It happen in a semi-final or final when you've been cruising oh. all year. They will react to that. Kylie is a salt-of-the-earth guy. He's no ego. Paul Kinnark, they'll sit down and they'll come out absolutely firing and... Like, don't be mistaken, like, we're still full and flying Limerick. It's the best thing. I know it's such a cliche, but it, we could be yeah. having this conversation in August. We look back and go, that was the best thing yeah. that ever happened that group. Take a clip in early doors, just reset and go, you know. But look, everything will be on the line out on Watford in the 2nd of July. They'll have to go down and perform. I think if it's a fair shout out to Graham Mull today, like, in a forward line that wasn't functioning, still came away at 1 4. Like, he's getting yeah. perform. He's oh, a fantastic game. Like, he doesn't get enough praise at all. He's like he's just our go-to guy like you know you should nearly call him the postman like he just delivers like every yeah. single day boom, boom. and the think that his career was nearly over three four years ago like do you know what I mean uh, it was it was like, like it was mad do you know um, I suppose if we, if we had any I suppose criticism today and look it's easy to criticise your sister above in the stand watching it um, like I suppose we hear a lot about the strength of Limerick's panel and we didn't make a change today to the 54th minute when we hadn't been motoring very well and I'd be just curious as to why the management didn't actually, I suppose, back the bench and throw him on, especially Flanagan. Like, I, like, I love Flanagan. I think the dynamic he brings to the forward line is he's exceptional. He's just, and it just, I can't you know, believe, I can't believe why he's not there, Are you like, yeah, I, 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 I can't you know, believe for the life of me why he's not there. I think he's one of the better, I think he's one of the fellow social players. Uh, I think he's yeah. better suited starting, do you know what I mean, than coming in on yes. uh, for some strange reason. I, um, um, but, like, the whole thing. We're not training every night either, though, Sean, so, like, we don't know. It's, you know, it's, it's easy to say it. There has to be a reason for it, you know, but I agree with you. Like, I just, he'll definitely start the next day. 
Um, and like I, I, Peter Casey's a great young lad. Like I coached him all the way up along, young when he's young, school and everything like that. And he's great attitude and everything. And he will be a savage hurler. But I think Flanagan, Flanagan needs to be in that team um, the next day. Like and just yeah, to be all on the line for him. So late goal from Sean Moore. Um, earned Dublin a draw against Wexford. Sean Moore, great player. Like Matthew mm. Kinney has built the cooler team around him and the only yeah. the Dublin team around him. And, what you want from your key guys is to deliver when the pressure's at the most and he was standing over the ball there and Dublin rose in chances. Yeah, so that's all it. All the purposes, they were gone and like he delivered and they have a chance now. They have a, they have a chip in the chair as the man says. Um, like I was, I was laughing at the Kikini. I was, I was trying to follow it on Twitter today as I had a work thing and uh, like they got a goal after 17 seconds. I was saying, I don't see lads in Galway. Like I said, geez, they kind of struggled against Carlo last week. And uh, so, But Galway are kind of like that. They don't kind of play that way against the perceived lower team. Jesus, there's no fear that McCord is there. There's a no. the board. It's, it's two, three hit after <laughs> 10 minutes or whatever it was. And that game was put to bed early doors. Like, he's their ruthless. He's just, he's got a ruthless mentality down there. Like, it's mad, you know. I, um, I, I suppose, apart yeah. from, you know, the Sean Moore goal, it, you were kind of expecting the Kilkenny result. Um, though, you know, Carlo did pull it up to, to Galway last week. But as uh, Adrian said, uh, Sean Og about um, Matty Kenny, because a lot was expected of him. And a lot of people thought maybe last weekend they'd never had a better chance to beat Kilkenny. And unfortunately, TJ Reid showed up and done what he likes to do. And, you know, it was hurt, it, it hurt Dublin. And as Adrian said, you know, they were nearly out of the championship today. So that's a big result for them. Come here, this like this this Lucy gives them like like they're they're swinging at the clown and the kiss no after that yeah. result. Do you know what I mean? They're they're like like if they had enough that's like I mean they they were falling off the cliff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like so so they like so that would have that would have meant Dublin having to go to to get a result against Galway and who's the other team? In Carlo. It? Sorry, Carlo. Carol, okay, maybe they, they, they'd probably get points against Carlo, but um, I mean, I mean, them no having to get like take Galway, like you know what I mean? That's like that, 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 that's not gonna give me, that's not gonna be give me like for yeah. for them. So, so they've given themselves the light. So I, I, to be honest, though, I'm gonna be a bit critical of Dublin. I was expecting better out of Dublin this, like yeah. sorry, you know, last week and today. They were at home mm-hmm. today, weren't they? they were, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were home with Parnell Park. Um, they were in Parnell Park, yeah. I don't know, are they good enough, Sean Og? Like, like, I know it's a... Again, going back to the Watford thing, like, do they have any forward that you think is going to absolutely destroy the day that, you know, that you wouldn't be able to handle? Like, they have a lot of really good players, you know, but like, they're probably two of their best players are probably crummy and mourning the half-back line. I don't know, do they have that cutting edge up front at all? Yeah, really do they have a match winner? Like, they probably do lose most of them, like, big players for them up front. And then I'm, yeah. I, like, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of Lee Marsh, right? Jesus, he's given great service to Dublin, and he, 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 he played in every position for Dublin, but a goalkeeper, right? Like, <laughs> really, he's so versatile, yeah. right? Um, but he's not in that bracket of, you know, Patrick Hogan, Aaron Gillan, Seamus Callan, you know, the kind of uh, there. Um, uh, like, because for me, you know, as like everyone, everyone was talking last week about the great Tipperary win against Carr. But for me, like the, the results for me, that took the championship. I think, do you know what I mean? Probably, like, not with a big bang, but it was one that I said, can Kenny beat in Dublin? 
that was like yeah. th- like that was that, that was the one for me if I was the manager out there do you know what I mean kind of what they call it coaching teams that was the one that probably would have struck a chord right you know kind of mm-hmm. um, I mean Jesus like can Kenny on the play for Dublin now yeah. like, do you know kind of mm-hmm. as you said like kind of They'd never want a better chance to beat them. Oh, yeah. never, never ever, right? Never ever, and and um, and and can he do a number on him, right? Um, so I was expecting, kind of, I was expecting, I I was kind of quietly expecting Dublin to be Wexford uh, at home, like, um, because I'd be expecting teams at home to win their games, so right, so um, so. Um, I was expecting Dublin to get a result, and the fact that I had to take you know last fuck of a game to kind of salvage a draw, like you, Adrian, I, 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 I'm not convinced of. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm not convinced of Dublin's chances this year, and I don't think they're not going to go too far, like in the championship, like you know. Kind of. No, they don't. They just don't seem to have it. Like, like I suppose we'll have them back a week now. Was like TJ Reid's performance last weekend was just, yeah, uh, just was phenomenal. Like, ah, uh, he's just. Like it's easy to say, you know, he kind of carries Kinney, and you know, if you stop TJ, you stop Kinney. That's fine saying that. How do you stop? Kikini? I don't see how do you do it. Yeah. it. It's one thing I didn't find that you can stop him, but you know, doing this is a completely matter. The goal he got, he played the one-two. Like he was probably one of a handful of players that could do it. That would yeah. Try to create that, like over that situation. Oh, he's a cast act. He's a cast act. Yeah, he's a beauty. Like, yeah, he's a cast Like a shout out um, to Carlo as well. No, today, like you know. Like we played them in a challenge match there a few weeks ago. Like Carlo are a serious hurling team, like a proper, proper hurling team. Like, yeah, you know. But Adrian, it's like great to see Carlo and yourselves, you know, getting mentioned. Yeah. And I mean, Westmead at this, yeah. you know, those counties, you know, because football is the, the main sport there. So anything to see, yeah. anything to give them the bit of po- positive news. And in all fairness, the last yeah. couple of years, what you've, what Carlo have done, and I think you know, Carlo has set that standard for counties like Westmead to follow. No, 100%. That we were only talking to the boys there after we played on last few weeks ago. And, you know, like you'll have probably have a lot of pundits know they might take a clipping off, off, off Dublin or they might take yeah. a clipping off Wexford. You know, pundits saying they shouldn't be in it or whatever. But They deserve like, to be there. We, yeah, and we were talking to the guys and saying, you know, like, are you looking forward to it? Of course, yes. like, that's where we want to be. Like, yeah. As the same, yeah. like, we, we're up in Division 1 next year with Westmead. Like, we said Mayo this year in, in Cusick Park. There were 62 people at the game. Do you know, and next year we're going to have Limerick, uh, Galway, Cork, Tiff and Watford. You know, so like, what what do these lads want to say? Like, you know, they don't grow up dreaming. No offense to Mayo, playing Mayo on Tuesday yeah. and a cold Sunday in February. They want to be going to Parky Creek or to Turles or or whatever. And you know, like, so like, if you if it's a league and it's a, if if you earn promotion from one division, you go into the other division, and that's it. And that's the way every sport around the country, around the world works. Like, so, but fair play, like Carol James, I've got the goal today. I haven't seen the footage of it now yet, but uh, Marty Cavanagh, uh, like, they're two of the best forwards mm. in the country, and you know, maybe not enough people see them, but yeah, they're look. They're well coached, they're well organised, and they're good value to be in that championship. Now they're going to struggle to stay up. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's hard to see them getting a result against uh, against Dublin or Wexford. You know, like probably their best chance might be against Dublin, but still, they're they're probably adrift at, at number five in the group. There, they're, they're probably a little bit off in fourth place, but you know, unfortunately. But they're only yeah. going to. You know, get better. They're only going to learn from playing, as you said. You know, Westmead want to aspire to it by playing these teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, like, like they're playing Division One, uh, Division One B hurdle. But it, it's mad, actually. Two years ago, I was coaching Kildare, and we played Carlow in the last round of the National League, and we needed a win to get to the final. And Marty Cavanagh hit a sixty-five uh, from right out the sideline, Newbridge to draw. So the draw put them through to the final. 
two years oh. later now they're playing Kildare yeah. Championship and Kildare lost uh, lost to uh, the Rathcommon Kildare Kildare sort of uh, meet meet today yeah, yeah, and meet this weekend side, but they lost to the Rathcommon yeah. last year it's amazing in two years that Carlo have gone up in the same trajectory you know it's just mad I just thought it was like a sliding doors moment I was only thinking about it today like geez that's where they've come from like you know so it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant story they're four senior hurling clubs they put in phenomenal work. Colin Bonner has a serious record at WIT. He's brought it through with Carlo. And look, they're, they're definitely the best of what we call in inverted commas the second tier counties. You know, they're, they're a really, really good side. Like, I have to say, Adrian, I thought um, Mr. Oh, helping was a great words worth. But uh, for your first podcast, uh, you're doing a great job. Uh, the, sure ma- the madhouse like the, ma- the, the, the madhouse of <laughs> sports talk Sean Oak. does he know what he's got himself in for oh this fella's a professional man he's a pro this fella's a pro boy he's uh, sure. he said I was going to say that you'd send San, would you sell San to the Arabs yeah uh, sure. <laughs> 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 what about Wexford though like, I suppose this is probably Davies last year without, uh, without retiring the man so you, know, you kind of get that vibe off him and I don't know where they're just good enough, Sean. They got two sevens in play today, and in modern hurling, that's just not poor not return. Much, that's not going to win you. Well, yeah, you're right, Adrian. That, that's not going to. That's not going to win you the final, or and, and it's not going to win you a list of championships. You know, a list of final with that type of scoreline. If you're not hitting over twenty points, forget about it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. whether whether that's a combination of goals and points, or whether that's just all points. But like, kind of two seven um yeah, like very poor return. Um, I uh, so my 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 thoughts on Wexford were the rider, um, the, the rider just not good enough. Do you know what I mean? Kind of the Troy Hard and the rider just not good. The rider not good enough, right? Okay, mm-hmm. uh, the rider not good enough, or they're just not getting the best out of each other. And then basically, I'd be more certain of um, they're not good enough. Not for the want yeah. of trying, and uh, I mean, I mean, they've bought into what you call it, like kind of, you know, they bought into the kind of training regime that David Fitzbring to kind of set up mm-hmm. in the camp. But um, um, do you think I, he's brought them as far as he can? Oh, You know, we don't want to write off Davy, but. You know, when, no, when you look at Limerick, what Limerick have got out of, you know, their underage, um, and you look at what Wexford have had on underage level, and they just don't seem to be able to make that real step up. No, but see, the thing is, the Limerick, Limerick won a couple of 21 or Ireland yeah. uh, a few years apart, right? Yeah. Like what happens when you win, say, three Leinster under 21s in a row, or whatever it was, like, sort of one under JJ Doyle, like, a lot of those would have been the same guys, you know, you'd have yeah. guys playing at 19 or playing at 20. So really, it's only one group. You're you're far better off winning one, not winning one for a couple of years, yeah. winning one again because you've, you've a constant kind of stream. But like, it's not to say Davy hasn't done a good job at Wexford because oh, he's given the, he's brought the buzz back, hasn't he? Exactly, hundred yeah. percent. But I think he's taken them as far as he yeah. can. And again, like Conor McDonald has never really properly delivered on his promise. Maybe Rory O'Connor can. I think he's a fantastic player, but at the moment, like you're not going to be going out worrying about whether Lee Chin is going to cut you to shreds. Or, or, you know, or, yeah. or any of these guys, and I just don't think they have it. I like, really, I suppose they're fighting for third place. I was really disappointed with them last year in the quarter final. They're learning down the court to watch it, and Claire just walked all over them. And I don't know, I don't think they have it. I think it's going to be a Kikini Galway final, and Galway without Joe, 
they might struggle they're going to be different yeah they get momentum going yeah, yeah. I, I think I think, I think yeah. like Hoggy there Sean Og, I think Galway people are only starting to realise now how vital and how like Joe Canning is a once in a generation player you know, people, yeah. you know, you have to watch Joe Canning and everyone just expects, you know, he's this player, you know, John Ogden, we get scores and that. But you just watch his all-around presence. It's, he's, he's just, as you said, like, he's, he is a joy to watch. Yeah, funny. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a, I was at the Clown Championship a few years ago working and uh, the Cannings had the Hurley stand there. And uh, I, was in the, I was in the queue for the Jacks. <laughs> Ollie Canning was in the queue, and an old woman came up to him and said, Oh, are you Joe Canning's brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. starts laughing. And I was like, I said, How many times did that happen? He said, You wouldn't believe how many times that yeah. happened. The man with all the medals and medals out of his ears, and he's no Joe Canning's brother. Like, but, I know. Yeah, that's, that's and then 10 years before that, when Ollie was in, yeah, when Ollie was at the height of his pole, wasn't it? Pigmin at his peak, like, can I. Yeah. Every corner in the country, uh, can, uh, yeah, it, yeah, sure, Sully, Sean O gets that. Everyone asks him, is he Satanta's brother or so? Uh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lads, I'm going to bring in a, a bit of camogie uh, in here and I'm going to give ask for both your opinions on it. Obviously, you know yourself, yeah. you've been involved with camogie, Adrian. During the week, Aoife Lane, the chairperson of the WGPA, um, yeah. she did an article about wanting to call camogie hurling. Yeah. You know, what's wrong with just calling it camogie? Or, you know, do you want to change it? Or I know. I know the play, like I think it's about perception, really. Mm. Right? I, I, like I know the players that I coach in U in UL, right? I know, like, you might have heard of many of them, but like if you like the Beck Carton there and Eve Hannity and these guys, and they're hurlers, right? And I treat them like hurlers because mm. they just play the game. And I think the biggest compliment that I can give to Kamoli there is that I'd say, you know, she, she plays it like a man, like she hurls, like. Yeah. And they they, we all, they all call it hurling, and they, like, they've grown up going to hurling matches. I think it would help its perception in the media if it was just hurling or ladies hurling or whatever because camogie the kind of the word it has a negative connotation because of where the game has come from when it was 13 aside and kind of tape on the hurlies and you know shorts and pitches and stuff like that and I think a lot of people kind of still associate with that whereas you go to an Ashbourne game like and it is absolutely ruthless there's hits going in it's fast it's savage scoring and like it's, it's becoming more and more like hurling because of the strength and conditioning that's coming into it because of the level of coaches I suppose that are working within camogie you know um, and I, I, I thought I thought they'd struggle to get decent coaches now in the Ashburn Cup. No. Yeah, yeah, they would do. That's why I'm able to bluff the living <laughs> out of it. You know, so that's, that's great for me. Like, but um, yeah, no, I 100. percent I think I might even comment on Aoife's on Aoife's Twitter that I, I back her 100. percent think she's dead right. And like, the only problem is like the WGPA are doing great work, and I, I kind of link it in with the GPA mm. there as well. Just they help out great with backroom teams as well as players, but. Like the biggest problem they're going to come across is administrators. Like I know the WGPA went away and did a survey of all the commodity players. Yeah, they came back. Carol O'Leary was talking about that last weekend. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Get rid of the hand pass goal. Get rid of the scarf. Like they want to wear shorts. Uh, bring more contact into it. Break drop. Basically, play the hurling rules. Yeah. But I know on the QT that there was a forum held with the, all the county managers two weeks ago, and the WGPA weren't allowed to go to it. So there's definitely a divide between the administrators and the players, and there always has been. And I was flagging Sean over there earlier, but you know, they had their own issues with county boards. Yeah. But like, but like, administrators see players as really just being a nuisance that are there to facilitate the games, and that's the reality of it. And the Camogie's no different. Like, I could, I could spend an hour telling you about some of the stupid shit Camogie associations have done over the years, teams I've been involved in. It's mind-boggling, and I think they're going to come up against the barrier, but. 
fair play to the players, like the Carlo Lear, yeah. the Carl Devan and these, and they're pushing the agenda, like, and they're not afraid to stand up. And sometimes in hurling, I think players maybe don't stand up for themselves enough, but there's no fear of that with the women. They're really pushing it. Like, uh, we know, we know how to look after ourselves. Yeah, but fair play to them. It's yeah. not an easy thing to do because at the end of the day, you have to vote. It's, it's, and it's your organisation. Organiza- yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so fair play to them. They're, they have, they have a, a positive agenda and they're pushing it. And they're going back them 100%. And I like, have huge admiration for, for them all. And, I mean, uh, yeah, I need to go see. I need to go see. They're not on the table and people are start talking about it now. Like, you know, exactly. and, uh, like, like, with a lot of these things, they probably won't come in time. You know what I mean? But I have to start somewhere. Like, can, can I, mm-hmm. uh, personally, I've seen, I've seen nothing wrong with kind of rebanding Komodi Hurling. You know, can I? Like, a lot of it comes back to, and someone, someone said, if you go to the All Ireland Hurling final, right, in August, there'll be 82,000 people there, and, okay, statistically, probably 35,000 be women, right? Yeah. Go to the All Ireland Camogie final, then, and the, Very the few, yeah. Camogie It'd be family. won't be 35,000. So, how come, where are all these women that are going to the hurling matches? How come they're not going to the Camogie matches and supporting their own? As well, see, it depends on work. See, it depends on me for work. I, I you know, if, if I took over, that that's my problem because I remember we had Elaine Buckley on before and we we're just talking about that and um, talking to players themselves. Ladies footballers have said to me that if they got a ticket for the men's All Ireland final, you know that's a big deal for them. I think it's all about. And you look at even soccer in England, and I know we should be bringing you know another sport in, but it's all about how it's um, advertised and marketing Marketing, everything. It's made. I've watched games and they've been absolutely brutal. I've watched League of Ireland games and they've been absolutely cracking. But it's all about how Sky the razzmatazz and everything. But so you were on it. But you want about like it was off. The referee destroyed it. See, that's the problem. I think that's why the players want the changes. But it's, it's coming from the top because yeah. the Ashburn final this year, Liz refereed it, and she let him play away, and there was hits and everything, and it was a rip roaring game, the crack yeah. game. And yeah. the the Ireland Cowboy final didn't just a free take and shoot out like. Sean, do you think? So do you think though when you when the Camogie players actually do see how far the ladies footballers have come on like fifty over fifty thousand at the finals and how the games are you know so you mentioned it before about getting them in I know um, the last couple of years you know it's not a new thing in Longford we've always had games in Glenn and Brothers Pierce Park but getting them now before um, men's games and it's a big thing and I suppose for Camogie players they'd like to say well do you know what we're basically female hurlers wouldn't it be nice to get us you know on before and I suppose it would be easier to have hur- two hurling matches instead of a camogie even though they're the same sport basically a camogie and a hurling match without the money D very they true like, the camogie association aren't willing to give up the gate receipts for a lot of these games if they be double headers yeah look yeah like I suppose like lady football has set the bar though haven't they like, like the yeah. sponsorship the promotion of it everything and like it's a fantastic product it was up to the O'Connor weekend this year um, the UL were playing and just the, the quality of the football was just yeah Emerson, you see Emer Scally's point kind of went viral there uh, a couple of weeks ago. Like, geez, like it was like the gooch, like you kip up into the hand and over the bar yeah. and one movement, and you know it's just ah, like. This this would this would be another this would be another podcast for you, so that you know, um, yeah, yeah, you, you could yeah, we could talk. And it's isn't it great though that you know, 
you care yourself and Sean Og both care about um the sport that you would like to see uh, you know different changes and you know positive changes be made because actually this year the live streaming of games but then in some ways the live streaming of games it takes people away from matches so you kind of you know it's a it's one. It's one of. It's like one of those free, things. It's like the free samples when you work in sales, D, if you give someone a free sample, okay, you could have sorted them. I tell you, some salesman, isn't he, Sean Og? You're getting it. You're getting it out in front of them if you give it them for free, and if they like it, sure, they might come back for another one. You know, True. So, True. <laughs> you know, so you have to get the product out there. I wouldn't have any problem. I watched a few streams, and I think it was. So did I. And Lauren yeah. Foyle uh, covered them, and they were really, really good. In yeah. fairness, and the quality was very good, and you know, all those things can only be positive. The other side of it is Limerick played the semi-final at National League there in March and we were away playing a game somewhere else so I couldn't go to it and I couldn't find the score on Twitter so I mean we're not doing the basics they're not even doing the basics like the whereas I no. find the ladies has just completely oh, you know when, when I was doing the podcast yeah. uh, trying to get things and you know Longford were playing Wicklow and we knew that the Kildare Sligo game would have a, a huge bearing on us and you know Jerome Coombe was down there doing Facebook live so we were able to watch the game to see how it was going and the lads were telling kind of end of shirt and on the line you know it's like we're winning this game, you know, it's looking good for us, but, you know, don't, don't take your foot off the pedal. And I suppose for Camogie, and it'd be great because in all fairness, you know, the product is there. And, you know, as I said, they're looking at ladies football and seeing how these positive changes and they're probably looking for a bit of it too. Lads, um, I know you're big into your, your hurling, but Sean Oak football as well. And uh, in the weekend that's in it, and he's a good friend, uh, to Sports Talk, Mickey Graham's Cavan. They got the better of Monaghan uh, Saturday evening in the Ulster Championship. Imagine it was the yeah, first win. It was the first win for Cavan over Monaghan in Breffney since 1987. Um, Mickey worked his, yeah, Mickey worked his magic with Yacht and I think everyone got to know him through that, through Mullinacta's yeah. great run, whereas I'd known him for years. And I know that the league was important to him, but I think he kind of knew that it was going to be hard for them to stay up. But he was focusing on the 18th of May, Breffney Park against Monaghan. Fantastic result for them. Oh, like, absolutely. And you know what, can I, okay, you could talk about Cork's result today, right? Can I, mm. sorry, Adrian, that'll be the last time I'm going to right? Like, open it, open it up the hurling championship, especially in Munster, like, I mean, what that result up in Breffney Park against Monaghan is done, like, and, uh, and then, do you know what, during the semi-final against Armagh, no. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. like, like, if they play their cars, right, they could be in the North to final, final. do you know what I mean, kind of, um, like, unheard of, like, kind of, at the start mm-hmm. of the year, a couple of months ago, right, um, but, um, I, he, I, 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 I only, I, I, I only see McKee Graham, kind of, or, my my opinions are only formed when I see him being interviewed. He comes across a very likable person. Oh, a lovely guy. He's very honest. So, um, you know, he, yeah, he would say it straight yeah, out. You know, if Cavan yeah. played bad or if Mon- well, not the Mullinacta ever played bad, but you know, he'd be very honest in his assessment um, of things. But as you said, like it's a great chance. But as we talked about Wexford, I think you know Malachy O'Rourke has done fantastic things for Monaghan. But is this the you know the, the end? Day, yeah. Or, yeah. Um, like, yeah, yeah, Rory Began's 45 is probably one of the top 10 greatest things about the GA. Jeez, you could sit there watching kicking the ball. Oh, off fantastic. One of the sweetest, sweetest yeah. things of all time, isn't it? It's just beautiful, like, absolutely beautiful. 
like Darren Hughes okay. would have been a, a big, a big, a big loss for them as well. But I think yesterday though there was more pressure. I was talking to people up in Monaghan at the hurling, and they were dreading it because there was more pressure on Monaghan. Even though Cavan were at home and you know great buzz under Mickey, uh, sure, there was pressure on Monaghan. Sure, it was a typical game. No, typical damage you do and damage yeah. you do. Yes, for Monaghan, right? So if okay, they've lost now and. They're down, they're down now because they didn't. But if they had it been Cavan by six or seven points, that's oh, just so only Cavan. Yeah. So people be, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. like, so they were in, they were in a peculiar situation. Um, one thing I would say about Manning, okay, um, they've they, like, am I right in saying last year they didn't come through the old, they came through the qualifiers if I'm not mistaken no they don't Mon- Mon- Mio were one of those that came through uh, the qualifiers did Tyrone not beat Monaghan oh no sorry I'm wrong I'm wrong it, yeah. was, it, was, it was Monaghan beat Tyrone didn't it yeah apologies sorry I thought Monaghan have come through the to the qualifier system so I know I know as as disappointing as it was for him the fact that they've been down, you know what I mean, kind of the long road, kind of mightn't be, it mightn't set them back as much, do you know what I mean? Um, the fact that they've kind of experienced that route before, like, you know. Um, but the thing about it uh, is, though. The story is lovely as well, isn't it? Oh, every, everyone's all about the whole time, like, yeah. you know, diagnosed with testicular cancer and, you know, and then to come out yeah. and, yeah. and play his part. Or even Martin Riley, when you look at Martin Riley, you know, he scored the penalty and, uh, Martin would have played for Longford Town and he, this was a young lad from Killigary who everyone thought was going to make it in soccer, came home, mm-hmm. probably was disillusioned, you know, went with Longford Town and then decided, you know what, I'm going back to the game I love and uh, it was Gaelic football and now, you know, instead of making his name in, you know, the League of Ireland, he's making his name and you can just see what what it means to him, you know, when he scored that penalty yesterday and then obviously you've Garod McCarran, you know, you've got some fantastic footballers and, you know, even Conor Madden, um, Conor Madden wasn't really kind of getting much of a look in last year, you know, a very good footballer from Gauna. Whereas Mickey brought him in, Mickey knew what he was like, you know, um, Dermot McCabe obviously as well as a Gauna man knew that this guy had talent and they gave him a chance and, um, Conor has, has grabbed it with both hands. But as you said, Sean Og, you know, if they beat Armagh, which, uh, Armagh had a great win, you know, after extra time over down. Don't, didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. first win in Ulster, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it's an amazing though, um, you know, you'd normally think uh, Armagh involved in a kind of a lowish scoring game, but it was actually a high scoring game and it was kind of a, a bit of they were leading for so long and then, you know, down had a chance to win it. So um, I think Ulster, you know, on the other side of the draw, you obviously have your, your Tyrone your, and then you have Donegal and Fermanagh. Yeah, but listen, yeah, come here, Mickey Graham is probably thinking, you know, you know, they have a great chance of, you know, getting to an Ulster final and who knows you know Mickey was part of that team back in 1997 when Cavan last won the Ulster title and that's right yeah you know he could do it again listen lads we could go on forever talking and um, next weekend it's basically all nearly all football um sports talk are going to be taking over O'Connor Park because um Westmeath are playing Leash beforehand and then Longford are playing Kildare in the football oh, so yeah you know yeah, you know, there's, there's some, there is some very good games. You know, you've got Mio and Roscommon next weekend and, you know, Dublin are out, you know, um, their first game out, they're out against Loud and you're kind of expecting them to win Carlo and Meath, you know. Um, are they playing next week? Yeah. Are playing Roscommon? Roscommon. Roscommon, Yeah. Okay. You know, so we're going to see. Yeah. Mio do know, like, 
That's it, because Galway kind of took us, you know, a few minutes to get going today and then obviously, the, you know, to brush the side. You know, the Carlo Meads game as well. Um, Meads, you know, we, we, we don't know where Meads are, you know, the first round game, you know, kind of, they got it hard. Carlo are capable, look at them last year, of getting a result against them. Um, the beat Kildare last year so they'll be looking at themselves so uh, plenty to talk about and then obviously in Ulster then we have um, Antrim and Tyrone and uh, Fermanagh and Donegal listen lads where are you playing Kerry next week we're playing Kerry Mulligar uh, that's home pretty good okay the other game in the Joe McDonough like it was it's probably one of the could be one of the biggest games in the history of the J Antrim against Offaly if Offaly lose that you could be looking at Antrim or Offaly heading to the first here in Hurland. You know, so what the, the and, and you know what? And you're looking at Russ Common. Anyone, anyone around Mullingar or anyone around the Midlands on Saturday, they went to see Kerry again in the cracker. Like Shane Conway, the lad that plays for Kerry, he's an absolute magician. He's probably one of these lads, you know, a lot most people haven't heard of. You know, like, there's going to be serious. He's a cast actor, you're in cast actor. He's a cast actor. I was involved with the freshers. I was involved with the freshers last year. He was a fresher last year. He was our best He was our best player, and we had Mark Kew from Tipperary. And who else do we have? We've had Paddy Cadell from Tipperary. But if you were to ask me the best fresher we had last year, it was Shane Conway from Kerry. Yeah, he's worked his mission. That's a great game. It's a big weekend for Joe McDonough, like going both ways. Like, you know, the, the competition will really take shape after that. But so you look at it, Adrian, when you mentioned about <laughs> Antrim or Offaly, when you look at the other side of it, Roscommon, you know, Roscommon could take their place. You know, who would have thought that? I know. They might be. The only thing about that is that neither are serious. Yeah, neither are very, very, uh, very good. They're, yeah, they're really good. We played them a couple of times this year now. They're a good uh, win against uh, London in uh, the first Jack round, Jack and then obviously yeah, Kildare. Yeah. Um, and it's, the funny thing we're talking about Watford here, there. Mead's probably best forward is is not making the twenty six for Watford. It's a shame he kind of went down to try and make his name for himself, Hagen, and didn't really make it. He was down in Carlow IT and he transferred to Watford, and so right. he's a big loss to them. But neither neither a serious serious side, and uh, they like yeah, they, like they I think they're really hot favourites to win. So hurling and Mead could actually be you know playing at a higher level than than the footballers. So it's a uh, it's amazing yeah. thing. Ah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant to see. Like even myself, you know, from Longford, I would always kind of have, if a team were playing Tiddlywinks and they were wearing blue and gold, I got and support them. But I just find um, there's there's you know I don't know, there's such honesty with the hurlers and they appreciate everything. Especially and you probably have seen it because you've been with Kildare and then with um, Westmeath, where you know they're not really the popular sport and they don't really get much publicity or much back. And even you know, no disrespect to our county board, they wish the mine long for miners the best of luck um, all week. And not one mention of the hurlers playing Monaghan. And it was their their championship, yeah. so you know. Oh, they're brilliant! I have to say now, yeah. Yeah, the county border class they put a huge promotion to the game. There's a big crowd there Saturday. Like, what you have to remember is that eleven of uh, seven of that Westmead team that went out on Saturday beat Kilkenny in the Vincent Three One Championship two years ago. So, like, oh, yeah, it's not a it's not a weaker county. Like, there is it's yeah. coming. Like, there's loads of kids at the game on Saturday, and we're playing Division One next year, and all those kids are seeing all the big teams coming to Mullingar, and look. It's only good for the games, you know. It's very Sean, oh, it's all about going yeah. to uh, TEG Cusick Park, isn't it? We're jumping on the Westmead bandwagon, right? <laughs> Listen, lads, it's probably way past your bedtime, is it? Sean, oh, as usual, uh, thank you so much. And Adrian, 
absolutely delighted to have you as uh, part of our, our team for the year and thank you so much. Just want to thank our sponsors as well, um, Inner Health Clinic in Newbridge, innerhealth.ie. So until the next time, slán go fall.